Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. This Monday morning starts with the soaring accomplishments of Australia's female cricketers who brilliantly won the World Cup across the ditch yesterday. A flawless tournament that climaxed with an exceptional batting display and at the helm, Elisa Healy, with her crowning moments. Sometimes the stats and the facts are enough to define the deeds. The highest score in a World Cup final, men's or women's. The only player to score centuries in both the semi-final and the decider. And you add that to what she did at the MCG in front of 85,000 in the T20 World Cup final a couple of years ago. Healy's legend in Australian sport, never mind cricket, in sport more broadly is enshrined in what she was able to do yesterday, as is that of this team, a collective that across a five-year stretch has been Australia's best. This one is pushed off the back foot through point 100. Alyssa Healy, sensational performance. And they rise to their feet at Hagley Oval. North Day Australia. Here's uh, Healy's innings is over. She's been stumped. Playing at a ball outside the off stump. And Anya Shrubsol, who's taken the wicket, runs over and gives Healy a tap on the bat. What a great display of uh, sporting generosity by Shrubsol. Healy leaves the ground. A lot of the English players are patting her on the back. And the crowd here at the Hagley Oval stands. Every one of them applauding this brilliant innings by Alyssa Healy. Alisa Healy, congratulations. Welcome to the program. <laughs> Thank you very much, and thanks for having me. How rich is the sense of accomplishments today? Yeah, it probably, um, yeah, it probably hasn't quite sunk in just yet, um, what we've managed to achieve. But, um, yeah, yesterday was a really special day, and um, all the girls were definitely were able to, to celebrate last night, which was cool. Celebrated like champions? <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of young girls in the group, so um, they definitely celebrated like champions, like absolute idiots at times, but um, <laughs> I guess you're allowed to do that. The sense of satisfaction, Alisa, in being able to perform as you did in a semi-final and backed up by a final, what, what do you think that's going to mean to you? Yeah, it's it's a good question. It's not something that, but, you know, I, I really set out to do. Um, it was just... It just seemed to to happen, un- seemed to happen, seemed to unfold. But um, yeah, I guess from a from a pride point of view, I guess it makes me really proud. And I guess it's something that you know, when I, I guess I pull up stumps, it'll it'll be a a great opportunity to sit back and reflect on on those moments and um, being able to contribute to your team success when when we need it most on the big stage is is pretty cool. So um, yeah, it was 
last night was was something pretty special um, for the for the group of girls on the park. But I guess individually, it was um, it was a really cool day. How aware are you of the the magnitude of what you have achieved in the history of World Cup cricket, men's and women's? Yeah, it's it's a weird one. It didn't it didn't feel like it at any point out there either that um, you know something like that was happening until I think Moon said at one point to me. Oh God, she looked up at the scoreboard. She said, Oh God, you can make 200 here. And I didn't even, I hadn't even looked at the scoreboard to see what was going on. But um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was just nice to be able to get the team into a winning position. And um, I guess to be able to, to put a big score on the scoreboard like that, I've never done anything like that before in my life. So uh, that was a pretty cool moment. It's a fair observation. I think to say you do handle pressure rather lightly, Elisa. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I seem to just really enjoy those moments and enjoy the contest. Um, you know, when you're coming up against some of the best bowlers in the world, in particular in, in semis and finals, I mean, I really love that challenge and I love really reveling in that and it probably brings the best out in me. So, um, yeah, I'm probably lucky that I've been a part of some of those moments. <laughs> could, could you give us a feel for the flow of your innings yesterday, how you went out there at the start, you've made the big score in the semi sent into bat, trying to establish a big total. And then as you get going and, and the momentum really starts to flow for you. Yeah, well, I think the, the semi-final innings was really a, a blueprint for me as to how I really want to go about my one-day cricket. I mean, it's the first 10 was always going to be the most difficult time to bat. Um, they got two world-class you know, swing bowlers up up front. So we knew that if we could just keep them out of the game in the first 10, we could set the game up for either ourselves or our, you know, a really dominating middle order that we've got. So, um, yeah, this, the semi-final probably opened my eyes to that is the way that I can I can go about setting up a one-day innings. And I, I guess I tried to, to replicate that and, and knew that if I just gave myself a start, if I can face, you know, 30 balls and I can set set myself in the innings and then sort of launch from there. So, yeah, I guess it shows some sort of level of maturity that I never really knew I had, so it was pretty good. <laughs> what, what sort of form did you feel like you were in coming to the semis? I think that the, it was 200-odd runs in the seven games and then you've put up back-to-back centuries to top 500 for the tournament. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I've never really felt out of form all summer. I just sort of felt like I was out of runs, um, <laughs> which you know might sound silly to, to some people, but... Yeah, I felt technically really good. I feel like when I'm getting myself into strife technically, then, you know, I've got some real issues, but I felt technically really sound and it was just probably some some bad decision-making or, you know, bad execution that, were, that had been getting me out. Um, so to be able to sort of turn that around and, and know in my own mind to to hang in there and, and get the job done, um, yeah, it was really pleasing. But, yeah, it's ne- I never really felt out of form. I was just sort of waiting for that opportunity to to pounce and make some big runs. Yep, and it, and it happened all right. So 356 is a phenomenal total at any time, let alone a World Cup final. What what were you thinking at halfway in the game? Yeah, well, I think it, it speaks volumes of the professionalism of our group in that, you know, we, we identified that, the job was only half done, even though you can sit back and go, there's no way they're getting that um, at halfway. We said the job's only half done. And I think full credit to the bowlers who, who really hung in there. I think Nat Siva played an unbelievable innings um, that ordinarily in any other game would probably win them that game of cricket. But I think the bowlers hung tough and, and took wickets at the other end and kept putting pressure on England. So, um, 
yeah, that that was sort of the chat, and we knew that they were going to come out hard, and, and they were definitely going to give it a crack. So um, we just had to hold our nerve and 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 win those key moments. I think there was probably a ten minute period back home where the question going around was Nat Siver couldn't do a Ben Stokes, could she? Is did you ever have a moment where you thought, I wonder if this could get close? Yeah, I, I did. I I think she hit a ball over maybe cow corner. I don't know if it went for six or. Or not, and I went, oh, shot. And then I thought, oh, she's on today. And she's such a destructive player that, you know, if she could just get a couple of partners to hang in there with her, that she could potentially take the game away from us. So, fortunately for us, we've, we've got some pretty good T20 plans in place. So, we could just try and limit the damage and try and just get her off strike and, and attack the other end. And, and fortunately, we were able to to make sure she was going to run out of partners. But it did look like she was going to get them over the line. If it was single out one bowler and you're there at the stumps at the other end, Alana King in this game and maybe more broadly in the tournament, what have you seen in her? Yeah, I think just the the confidence that she has in her own game and she works really, really hard at, at a game and, and, and on her plans, which is super important. But I think just the confidence that she's got for Meg to throw with the ball, she knows she's going to do a really good job for us and her skill set. Um, you know, has provided for us throughout this whole tournament. So she's been an unbelievable addition to our side. I mean, I feel for for Georgia Wareham sitting at home who's done the job for us for a number of years, but to have someone like Alana come in and, and be able to perform on the biggest stage um, quite regularly throughout this tournament has been unbelievable. So, um, yeah, full credit to her. It's been a big campaign. It's a long campaign. Obviously, COVID plays a role in that. Do, do you feel like you've been in New Zealand forever? <laughs> yeah, it's it feels like full circle. I mean, we quarantined here in Christchurch and uh, now we finished here in Christchurch and it felt about six months ago that yes. we actually quarantined. But um, yeah, it's been a long trip. The girls have been, we've been on the road for, for over three months now um, since the start of the Ashes campaign um, and due to COVID not being able to go home. So we know that's that's all part of the game at the minute and, and the, the nature of, of elite sport, but um, the girls are, well and truly deserving of, of being able to celebrate um, today and, and hopefully jumping on a plane tomorrow back home and, and enjoying some um, well-earned time off. Yeah, and the adulation that, that is waiting for you back here. So I'm interested, Alisa, in all that you've experienced. Is is yesterday the pinnacle moment for you? Yeah, you know what? It was it was a really, a really special day. And I think even just chatting to a lot of New Zealanders, um, they're so proud of... Um, the crowd for, for coming out to a neutral game to, to sell out Hagley Oval and, and come out and support both teams. I mean, it was such a, such a neutral crowd. There were people cheering for England the whole time when they were batting and there were people cheering for us when we were batting as well. So yeah, yesterday was, was awesome. I think nothing's going to surpass that 87,000 people at the NC, MCG, I don't think, but yesterday was a, a really, really special moment um, for our group and, and obviously for me personally. So um yeah, it's, it's pretty high up there. I think it's nudging Katy Perry at the minute. <laughs> we won't tell her that, though. And just the last <laughs> piece, um, the sustained success, and I guess the building of women's cricket in Australia and what was done ahead of time and then what you've been a, a banner holder for the whole way through. What does this tell us about, I guess, in a way, the whole sport in this country? Um. Investment works. I mean, that's the, the simplest way to put it. I mean, Cricket Australia and now Players Association have done an amazing job at 
investing in women's in the women's game in this country and you know the WBBL has been a real a real a real success in in growing the sport in this country and the fact that we've we're able to have the depth of players that we have um, to come in and and perform in a World Cup playing you know one of their first games for Australia or you know the first handful of games is speaks volumes of of our domestic competition in the country and I think that investment is working and we just need to keep building on that and, and hopefully other countries around the world take notice and, and do the similar thing. Yeah. Is there more for you to do in cricket? Always. always. There's always, <laughs> always a little bit more to achieve. So uh, I've still got a little bit more to give to this game and um, I'm just thoroughly enjoying myself at the minute. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for the next 12 months. You are the power family of Australian cricket, that that image of, of you and Mitch, so great that he could be there in the, the World Cups that you've got between you. Uh, it's not bad going on that mantelpiece. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's getting a heavy trophy cabinet, but um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm well and truly ahead of him, so he's got a bit to catch up on. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Alisa, congratulations. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.